Hi, I'm Shruti and this is my podcast space where I speak about life lessons, chronic conditions, mental and physical health tips and experiences. You live with yourself for your entire life. You are that one friend who is with you forever. No one else can be that for you. Very early on, I felt I had a decision to make. Do I want to spend a fun and peaceful time with myself or do I want to crave for outside company, which can never be consistent anyway? So I decided that I really do need to be my guide, my voice of reason, and most importantly, my favorite person to be with. I was going to enjoy being me. But is it that easy? Can we really like ourselves enough that we can be our own best friend and find joy in our own company? Please ask yourself this right now. Do you enjoy your company? Please remember to put all your problems and achievements aside because they don't define the real you. And now ask, do I enjoy my own company? Does it bring me joy? You know, as I say this, I can hear a lot of chronic illness patients say how they've learned and grown to enjoy their company. I hear you all. And without sounding morbid, all of us are on our own. We need to choose whether we're good to be alone or are we lonely. I know a few people who struggle with this. Some who see me happy to be on my own just believe I'm too independent. So I guess this helps in being independent, but for me, that's just a byproduct. It's more about being content and at peace in my own company. For those who struggle, here's how you can discover joy in your own company. One, go out on your own. Go to a cafe, watch a movie, go for a walk at the park or the beach, or go on holiday on your own. But you'll need to refrain from chatting with friends and family on the phone because then you're not on your own. You're still looking for people to be with you. Maybe take a book to a cafe or write a diary or just simply enjoy every sip of your coffee, tea, juice, and be. In times of restricted movement because of bad health or because of the COVID-19 crisis, I'd suggest you create space in your everyday schedule to take time out for yourself where you have that tea, not talk, and be with yourself. Number two, get involved in things that interest you. For example, gardening, skydiving, painting, cooking, taking a dance class, or some online class. But all of this without the need of someone you know being there because you want them to. Do it because you enjoy it. It gives you pleasure and do it on your own. Number three, take care of your health. If you are your closest friend, then I'm sure you would want your friend to be healthy, physically and mentally. So take time out for yourself to eat right, exercise, sleep well, and to take care of your hair and skin. Overall, just respect what you have because if you're mentally bogged down and physically feeling like you're dragging yourself, then how will you have a good conversation and enjoy your company? This leads me to number four. So, number four, motivate yourself. The conversations we have about ourselves to ourselves, the conversations we have about others to ourselves, 
All of these are important. If we always believe that we can't do anything or that the other person isn't being fair, all of this is going to stagnate us. Instead, how we motivate ourselves improves our ability to problem solve, to achieve victories and enjoy what we have. There is so much we have that we can explore, that we can enjoy on our own, but sometimes we just need to motivate ourselves with the right form of conversation. Number five, laugh at yourself. I'm constantly having these laughs at myself, my silliness or my poor jokes. If the other person doesn't get it or find it funny, that never bothers me. I enjoy my humor, whether it's me talking to myself or others. I don't know how true this is for others, but laughing has improved my connect with myself. It adds to the joys of having my own company to live with. Number six, reduce the pressure to be an extrovert. This, I believe, is one of the most important points. We're constantly fed that we must meet people, engage, converse about various things, share, even go somewhere together. You're meant to be involved. You're meant to be interested. <laughs> no, no, no. You don't have to do any of this. What you need to do is be true to how you feel. Yes, if stepping out and meeting friends on occasion makes you happy, then you must. But what I'm saying is you don't have to put pressure on yourself to be an extrovert. If you're an introvert, there's absolutely nothing wrong with that. If you're an extrovert, then there's nothing wrong with that either. The problem arises when we can't be content in our own company because then as an extrovert, we're reliant on others to be there and as an introvert, we're reliant on someone who we're comfortable with being around when we're amongst extroverts. Am I making sense? I hope I am. The beauty of being alone is that it teaches you so much about yourself especially about your strengths and weaknesses. You also realize that you didn't need to have external company to have enjoyed something. People will constantly come and go in your life, but they can't be your crutch. It's nice to have a support system in life, but if you can find yourself to be your best friend, then everyone else that comes and goes all become bonus gifts of life. Some who add more joy and some who teach us something. But your constant is you. So make your constant a good one, a joyous one. I'll end this here for now. I might pick up more on this topic and things linked to it in another podcast in the future. But for now, and as always, I'd love to hear your thoughts and experiences. So please message me on Instagram at Footprints No Boundaries or email me on footprintsnoboundaries at gmail.com. Thank you for listening. Bye-bye.